This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. The best way to support the show is by going to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Click the Support Our Artist button, which takes you to Amazon. Just shop like you normally will, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will then use to purchase tickets to visit London so that we can meet a well-meaning chimney sweep who's creating chalk drawings on the sidewalk so that I may have some of his chalk for my boards. (laughs) I think that's the best way to get chalk for the boards. It's the most efficient way, and it's the only way that makes sense to me. Also, because I'm no longer allowed inside Michael's. <laughs> You've been banned from Michael's. Mm-hmm. And we might get to meet Dick Van Dyke. We might get to be- meet Dick Van Dyke. Oh, he might know a lot about this investigation. I bet he could help. Yeah. <laughs> Only if he's Cockney. <laughs> his perfect Cockney accent. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, worse. <laughs> he's going to his on, too. <laughs> please shop on Amazon, please. Please, 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 please. Chip chip me, I love you. <laughs> Bye. The sun is up, the sky is clear, but all is lost when you aren't here. Where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappeared. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Hello, I'm Matt Manser. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell, and this is Skaterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we investigate the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character, Skeeter. Uh, we've seen Skeeter on Muppet Babies, but not as a grown-up, and mm-hmm. it's very troubling. Very troubling. Uh, I've been troubled by it my whole life. <laughs> Eileen's entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, only part of my life because Eileen yes. pointed out to me that we did not see Skeeter grow up. Mm-hmm. We saw other babies, uh, Muppet babies, and other Muppet things as adults. Kermit, Piggy, Gonzo, Fozzie, Rolf, Animal, Scooter, Bunsen, Beaker, <laughs> Bean, but, but, Bean Bunny, Bean Bunny, Janice in an episode that looked come up later mm-hmm. but not skeeter Mm-mm. and uh we want to know why we want to know is she safe is she alive would she be my bestie <laughs> those are the the questions yes. we want answers to not necessarily in that order Mm-mm. uh well for <laughs> me it is i thought the bestie thing would be higher up oh, on you're the right. list <laughs> sorry uh, reverse the exact order that i said <laughs> and that is the truth so where is Skeeter? Is she, is she Lou Zealand? Did she grow up to become, become Lou Zealand? We don't know. Is she a man who throws fish? Which is what Lou Zealand does. No. I hope so. I do too. But we don't know. We are watch- So we are watching every episode of the documentary TV series Muppet, Muppet Babies. Babies. <laughs> the one from the 80s and early 90s. Mm-hmm. Not, Not this current one. This uh fan fiction not that one but then but the documentary one mm-hmm. looking for clues clues as to what could have led to her disappearance we hope she's okay i need her to be okay <laughs> eileen is not okay i'm not okay <laughs> if ever i've indicated on this in this in the entirety of the series that i'm okay i apologize because that is not true you're like that song by My Chemical Romance, because yes. you are not okay. Mm-hmm. That song is about me. <laughs> that song called, uh, um, what's one of their other songs? Oh, I mean, listen, I only listen to one song, <laughs> and that one song is Amadagus. It is Amadagus from a few episodes before I'm up at Babies. It's the only song I care about or want to listen to. In any case, uh, we always have <laughs> we always have a guest with us to help with this investigation. And this week we have a very talented writer, Sarah Clark. Welcome. Yay! Thanks. Also known as Sarah Clark Chan. Yeah, Sarah, but it's oh, cool. Yes. It's all in there. It's all there. Yeah. It's all it's all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, we always like to ask our guests, uh, uh, what's sort of your history with Muppet Babies? Muppet Babies was my favorite car- Saturday morning cartoon when I was a kid. Oh, yes. Yeah, no. Yes. I've been a fan of the podcast for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, someone needs to do a Muppet Babies expose on 
Skeeter. Yeah. Boy, I almost called Scooter. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But it yeah. No, also Skeeter, childhood favorite character. Oh my God. Ooh. In fact, when I got old, because I, I had obviously seen Muppet stuff before then, or like, it wasn't like Muppet Babies was the only Muppet stuff I was watching, mm-hmm. but it didn't occur to me until like a couple years later, like, oh, wait, Skeeter. We never saw her again. Yeah, no. You guys are asking the important questions. That's what I'm getting oh, at. Oh, good. I agree. <laughs> we agree mm-hmm. with your compliments of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you've wondered for a yeah, while where, for where while Skeeter is. What became of Skeeter? Because she was your favorite. Yeah. Skeeter, what, where is she now? What uh, what sort of what drew you to Skeeter? Um, I was never like a pink princess girl, and Miss Piggy was a little bit too boy crazy, a little bit too feminine mm-hmm. for me. Skeeter, yeah, she seems cool. I at the time would have felt like, oh, she's got a lot of personality. I now kind of feel like, okay, she's female Scooter. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I'm okay with that. No, but she's she's uh, she's spunky and fun, spunky and, and fun, kind of sporty. Yeah, sporty, she's, uh, free spirit. Yeah, she's very free spirited. Yeah. I should also mention that we have another special have guest in this room right now. An actual baby. We have an actual baby, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> an actual yeah. baby. Uh, he's leaving the room right now because he's in tears. He's in tears, much like me. But I am staying in the room. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you think uh, your son Egon can provide us any um, I perspective mean, or enlightenment his from a baby point of level view? Level of like emotional distress right now, I think, really speaks to how important it is yeah. for us to find Skeeter. Skeeter. <laughs> well, I know he's a very smart baby, so he's, he's probably ex- reading everything I've written on the board. Oh, for sure. And it's very upsetting, because yeah. I'm crying, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, after your husband is done tending to your baby, maybe he can carry me around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe. I'm crying. <laughs> Or anybody. I just want somebody to carry just someone me to around. hold you. Yes. <laughs> Please. For you. Mm-hmm. Give me my baba. <laughs> <laughs> what do the mother babies eat and drink out of? Do we see a lot of that? We Are s- they, they bottle fed? No. Baby food? Little, maybe little maybe animals. And bowls? Yeah, and probably sippy cups. Any- there's a sippy cup in this episode. Oh, there's a juice box in this yeah, episode. Yeah, there's a juice box, so they can do straws. Um, We've seen them eat at the at the, the dining room table. Yeah. So they're all in solid foods at this point. Yeah. These yeah. babies. Oh, and uh, we've seen them eat cookies. Yeah, oh. Gonzo hogged a bunch of cookies for himself that he mm-hmm. was supposed to share. That yeah. Gonzo. Uh, that was the, the big driving force of that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. I mean, they're babies. You got to learn to share your cookies. Mm-hmm. He didn't, but then the guilt drove him mad. Yeah. Like the telltale cookie heart. Mm-hmm. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> uh, instead of uh, a heart, it's just uh, you, you hear the uh, the ding of an oven being done. Oh, I like that. I was thinking like the rustling of cookie crumbs in bed. Or oh, that's something. nice. Yeah. <laughs> rustle, rustle. Oh. Is the sound it makes instead were of you just bump, rustling, bump. Were you just rustling cookies just now? Yeah. <laughs> I've got cookies that I'm not sharing. Mm. Right. <laughs> uh, just we, like Gonzo. We yeah. learned in the previous episode that when Mansur winks, it just makes the sound of wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That is true. Wow. <laughs> when Eileen coughs. Oh, yeah. When I, hold on. Uh, can somebody um, uh, like bring out a dandelion or something I'm allergic oh, to? Oh, here. Oh. I'm going to blow it at you. Okay, I'm going to cough. Blow. Cough! Also, when I blow a dandelion, Jesus it sounds like blow. the blow. Right. I mean, you guys are full of onomatopoeias. Yeah. Yeah. Full of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, should we get started on uh, recapping this episode? Yes. Let's do it. Oh, I'll start. This is season three, episode probably eight. Probably eight. It's titled Scooter's Uncommon Cold. Ooh. So it's a scooter episode. <laughs> this is it's not his first episode. There was the robot episode. Yeah. This is kind of not... In a way, it's not, though, because he's just kind of sick. The whole, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see. He's kind of like the, like, like a cipher a little bit. It's like yeah. someone needs to be sick. Here's who it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's always the Whoa, one. Whoa, do you think the producers of this documentary series 
And Maybe make it, it made him sick. I have theories about this Ooh. that have to do with Skeeter. I don't know if I should save it to the end or what. Let's save it until it comes up. Yeah. In the yeah. recap, or and if it doesn't, then at the end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Scooter's uncommon cold. The episode starts. The babies are chasing after a ladybug that got in the nursery. They imagine themselves in the army trying to shoot down the bug. Kermit says he sees it over at 11 o'clock, and Fozzie chimes in, 10 o'clock central time, waka waka. <laughs> Skeeter has a water gun, and <laughs> Skeeter has a water gun and says, come on, bug, you want a bath? Before giggling and shooting at the bug. She accidentally hits Scooter, who complains that she got him wet. This has a lot to do with my, uh, my big theory. Ooh. <laughs> uh, he sneezes, and Skeeter says, sorry, Scooter, before giggling again. The babies use a table to barricade themselves from the bug. The only baby who isn't afraid of the bug is Piggy. The bug gently lands on her finger, and she says that you just have to know how to treat a lady. <laughs> the bug flies away. Nanny enters, carrying a package that just arrived for Scooter. Inside it is his new powered microscope. Scooter explains to the babies that a microscope makes little things look bigger. Gonzo tells Piggy that... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, Gonzo tells Piggy that maybe if she gives him a little kiss, it'll show up in the microscope as a big kiss. I feel like there's room for, like, definitely a dick joke in there. Piggy just <laughs> really missed her, missed her opportunity. Come on, Piggy. Piggy tells him that maybe if he put his little brain under the microscope, it'll look bigger than a blueberry. That's a good that's a good that's, thing, too, yeah. though. Um, it's a brains. more family appropriate, family. Yeah. baby appropriate mm-hmm. joke. They about- are babies. <laughs> Maybe some of us value brains over dick. Anyway. <laughs> but not Na- Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> Nanny scolds Piggy and Piggy apologizes to Gonzo. <laughs> Nanny tells Scooter to show everyone how the microscope works. Then Nanny leaves. How out of character. <laughs> <laughs> that was sarcasm. It was sarcasm because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Here's a regular take. I don't like nanny. <laughs> that is room temperature because it is just a regular take. Also, why is she making Piggy apologize to Gonzo when Gonzo was being creepy and thirsty for her kisses once again? <laughs> why? This explains so much about like how my people of our generation were indoctrinated we saw it all in Muppet Babies and and Nanny is just she's just like going along with it yeah she's the patriarchy oh my god she is the patriarchy how interesting think about it (laughs) I'm writing a style she's a woman but she's still women uh, perpetrating yeah women can perpetuate the patriarchy just as much as a man can (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like almost anti-woman, the way you say that. I'm anti-nanny. You are, because regular take. Regular take. Don't like nanny. She's a negligent (laughs) caregiver, and she is addicted to oxytoxin. (laughs) Oxycontin. Oxycontin. Oxytoxin is a different thing. That's a nice chemical that's released after intercourse when you're cuddling. (laughs) She might be addicted to that, too. She might be, because she might be in a love triangle with Stadler and Waldorf. Ooh. As we talked about a couple episodes ago. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really really heated. Heated. Yeah. That, the take wasn't hot, but now I am. <laughs> uh, a lot happened in that intro. That, yeah. It's also, I'd say it's maybe one of the first times we see Piggy be really like nice, nice and yeah. caring and for this ladybug. And like mm-hmm. knowledgeable and mm-hmm. yeah. Just gentle. She was very gentle with yeah. it. It's almost like uh, people are multifaceted. <laughs> almost. Also, also baby pigs. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, I'm looking for a baby insider. Are all yeah. babies multifaceted? I would say, yeah. <laughs> for example, I can still hear my baby crying in the yeah. other room, but usually he's, he's pretty chill. Oh, cool. But not right now. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> he's a pretty chill baby. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm chilly because I'm around this chill baby. Smile. Then I have to put on my parka. Likes to just chill, likes to just hang out, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he started like talking to us, but not with words, just like with like 
you know, sounds. Oh, what's his favorite sound to make? What is his favorite sound to make? Is it, fuck you, nanny? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah? Very close. No, it's something that sounds kind of like, yeah, or hot. Like, he he does a lot of vowels. He's a lot of like, I feel like a weird mom here. No, this is great. Number one, you have, and number two, you have, (laughs) yeah. I don't know. That's a really good impression of your own son. We hang out a lot. <laughs> uh, what happens next in the episode, man? Oh, it's Aaron. Also, there's something else from this uh, very long, involved intro. <laughs> oh, um, I say this probably isn't an official Fozzy joke in here. Oh yeah, but um, it's a it's a little quip he makes. Okay, yeah. Um, as always, it's very important in the investigation that we rank and review all of Fozzy's jokes. In this case, it's a quip, but it's still important to us. So, and I guess I mean we're gonna spoil. Let's save it for the end. Never mind. Okay. Uh, but this uh, quip Fozzy makes, where Kermit says, uh, uh, "What does he say?" Uh, uh, they sees, he sees Ladybug at 11 o'clock and mm-hmm. Fozzie says, 10 o'clock Central Time, waka waka. I like this. I liked I it too. It. <laughs> I liked it because I didn't think Fozzie was in that moment and then he popped his bare head in. <laughs> I was like, oh, Fozzie's here now. I like it because I grew up in Central Time. And I used to always have to, you, you remember when like TV shows would come on and you'd be like, okay, 10 o'clock central. Yeah. I'd be like, that's just for us. Yeah. We had our own little parallel universe of like what time TV shows came on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I miss it a little bit. I do. Um, and then now everything's on the internet. So yeah. Um, or you, there's DVR. No one's really like making a big stink about 10 o'clock central or eight o'clock central. I still or, miss it. Cause uh, I miss seeing live shows live. That's yeah. That too. That's my, yeah. that's my hot take. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, we've said before, Fauci's at his best often when he's more off the cuff, not like Very a pre-planned true. joke, but right. more... He's funny when he... He's funniest when he's not trying. He's riffing. Yeah. 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 Improvising. Oh, what's... What's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, have you seen uh, a show called Whose Line Is It Anyway? That, that's not a show title. That's that just a show question. with Wayne Brady? Oh. Yeah, oh, so you're familiar with I'm familiar with the delightful Wayne, Wayne Brady, Brady, host of Maybe Family Feud. I don't think so. He's host something. I want to see a game show called Maybe Family Feud. I, <laughs> I would too. <laughs> How would that work? How would I'm that show work? decide whether it would be a show about families that are maybe feuding. <laughs> or whether it's more they're feuding, but like they're uncertain about what exactly the nature of the feud is. Maybe oh. like okay, it's a show and it takes place over Thanksgiving, and like the set is just the table, and everybody's like, "Is Uncle Al gonna come? He's the racist one in the family, and like, Maybe. is he gonna come? If he comes, there's a family feud. If he doesn't, uh, delicious mashed potatoes." <laughs> Survey says sounds like a great show. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'd like to think there's uh, delicious mashed potatoes regardless, but yeah. maybe not. That's always my job over Thanksgiving. I'm the mashed potato person. Oh. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a real fact about my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, next on the episode, <laughs> uh, Fozzie finds a box full of specimen slides. Uh, Scooter sneezes. <laughs> Then puts a slide under the microscope. Uh, Piggy pushes him out of the way and looks at a leaf under the lens. Scooter says that it would be so neat if the microscope were powerful enough to look into the center of a molecule. The babies imagine themselves swimming and meeting and meeting a molecule. Uh, Fozzie is scared that it's a tomato molecule, <laughs> but the molecule, as it can talk, molecule explains that it's a water molecule. The babies come closer and see the atoms that make up the molecule. Uh, Scooter somehow <laughs> explains a concept of electrons to Kermit. Mm-hmm. I was uh, very taken aback by that <laughs> when I wrote this recap. They swim inside the protons and the neutrons to see what makes them up, and they come across the imagination particle, which makes up all things they dream of. Scooter tries too hard so the imagination particle doesn't appear right away. Um... Uh, back in the nursery, Scooter is still sneezing, and he tells them to be careful because the microscope is a delicate instrument. Scooter 
really no science, like a lot for a baby. Yeah, he's a he's a genius as a baby. As a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Egon understand the concept of electrons? We actually have a book called uh, Quantum Physics for Babies. Wow, I didn't see. I that. read that book to yeah. him, and I learned something about quantum physics. How does it compare to the other book that I saw in your living room, which was just hugs and kisses? <laughs> I mean, we want him to be emotionally intelligent yeah. also. That's good. Yeah. But we have a lot more about, like, planets and electrons. That's and, good. You know, raising a nerd. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> How accurate was uh, Scooter's explanations of... I mean, you know, I'm a little surprised that, like, Bunsen or other guy who hangs out with Bunsen Beaker. Beaker. Yeah. But Bunsen's the one who talks, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Beaker. I think Beaker talks. He just but has like, his own specific language, which right. is meep meep. Right. But I'm a little surprised that, like, they didn't explain the science because it's kind of their job. Yeah. They're kind of sleeping on their main core interests. Well, yeah. they only visit occasionally, and yeah, if they, they weren't hap- didn't happen to visit the day then that Scooter, Scooter got... has to step in and try his best, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Scooter's the uh, science understudy of the Muppets. Yes. <laughs> Except oh, when Scooter... he becomes an adult. Yeah, Scooter where he's uh, just a clipboard. So man. hard, guys. So hard. I think he that's does. the essence. Like that's how he becomes the stage manager. Is mm-hmm. he's just been trying so hard. All his life, he for does. his whole childhood. But when he tries too hard, it doesn't work out because he couldn't get the imagination particle right yeah. away because he tried too hard. It's a delicate <laughs> instrument, Eileen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked before when Scooter got got a got a robot that he somehow bought a toy robot. Then he somehow also purchased. A microscope. Yeah, where's he getting this money from? Yeah. The, I mean, he feels like of all the babies, he does feel like the one who'd be the most likely to have, like, a job. <laughs> what does job be? I'd like it to be, like, preparing other people's taxes. Yeah. But, I mean, realistically, he is a baby, so it would <laughs> probably be, like, you can't even mow lawns. You're a baby. No, that's very dangerous. Yeah, more dangerous than tax prep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is already so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> what, would Sco- what would Scooter's job be? I mean, he uses a computer. Yeah, he's very good at computers. Is oh, there he's internet- probably like, already like building apps and selling them. Yeah, just no one knows he's a baby. Yeah. yeah. But he's who just- is he programming? They I mean, really they're not really outside the nursery. But it's all remote, yeah. so there could just be this, like, whoa, who's this programming whiz kid <laughs> who definitely is old enough to have, like, a social security number and stuff so I can pay him? It's like uh, in the early 2000s internet when you would go into chat rooms and pretend that you're yeah. maybe somebody else in a different age that you are. I didn't mm. do that, but I know a lot of people that did. <laughs> <laughs> I just went on hamsterdance.com every day. That was my internet. <laughs> I don't think I ever lied about my age when like ASL came up mm-hmm. or my sex or my location. <laughs> I mean, wow. It's, it didn't even occur to me that no one would know and that I could say anything. Oh, uh, Skeeter, if you're out there, ASL. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to tell the truth. Emphasis on L. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Scooter gave up being a programmer in his adult life to become a stage manager. Yeah. But I don't know what led, like, what happened in his life that made him stop computers and start uh, holding a clipboard and taking orders. Something with the trauma of his sister's disappearance? Perhaps. Maybe. Maybe he'd been in the workforce so long at that point that he was ready for a change. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, um... When Mansur and I were studying to be dolphin trainers, mm-hmm. and back when we were in the dolphin training academy, some of our classmates, they realized that dolphin training wasn't really the path that they wanted, and then they uh, uh, became potato farmers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like us, we were dolphin trainers, and yeah. we realized we needed to get to the bottom of the Skeeter mystery, Yeah, and oh. now we don't train no, dolphins. But I... As soon as we solve it. Yeah. As soon as we solve it, I'm going back to Banana, my favorite dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm gonna rub her little buddy, but her little, her little belly, <laughs> and her little buddy. <laughs> her little buddy, <laughs> which uh... is me. <laughs> I'm gonna rub myself. I'm gonna uh, feed her a fish, and then we're gonna uh, swim into the sunset together. <laughs> Are you gonna come back? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm crying. I'm crying, but I'm fine. A lot of crying I today. I know. What happens next? Oh, is it? Is it you or me? It's you. It's me. Okay. Next on the episode, the ladybug. The, 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 next on the episode, the ladybug flies back on Gonzo's nose, and the babies want to look at it under the microscope. Gonzo imagines himself at a rodeo, where instead of a bull, he rides a very angry-looking bug. Scooter sneezes so loud that he shoots backwards. Back in the nursery, Nanny enters and says she heard a crash. Scooter says he's not feeling well, and Nanny picks him up and tucks him in a crib. Uh, one of the two cribs for eight babies, I just want to add. <laughs> uh, she takes his temperature, and he has a fever of 101. The babies gather around the crib concerned, and Nanny says he'll get better if he gets plenty of rest. Piggy asks how the rest will help make him feel better. Nanny explains that rest will give his body energy to fight the germs. The babies asks what germs are, and she explains that they're like little bugs. Skeeter says, ew! And Nanny assures them that the, bo- the body has a natural defense mechanism that can fight them off. Nanny puts what looks like a pitcher of water next to the crib. Then Nanny leaves. <laughs> she leaves when there's a sick baby. Yep. How out of character! <laughs> Sarcasm. Sarcasm. Room temperature take. Room temperature take. Uh, <laughs> if I could ban green striped socks from the world, I would, because they all remind me of Nanny. That's a little unfair. I don't care! <laughs> <laughs> There are responsible green sock owners out there. Uh, name one. <laughs> um, green stripe socks. Green stripe socks. I guess I'm just assuming that there are. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. see a lot of those socks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I look. Whenever I meet a new person, that's the first thing I do is I scan <laughs> their sock wearing? situation or I ask if their pants are too right. low. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever trust Egon with Nanny? No. Exactly. And I have to say, if I were like interviewing babysitters and someone came in and they were wearing like a knee length skirt and green striped socks, I'd be like, oh. Mm-hmm. And maybe like, oh. Maybe like if you couldn't see their, their face. face. Yeah. yeah. No, that would be a massive red flag to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was a mother, I would want to see the face of my babysitter <laughs> for my children. That's all. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Or what do you just. Uh, abandon your baby in a nursery <laughs> and with never a, show up again with apparently. With a nanny just named Nanny. Yeah. We've wondered that. that. We've wondered that. Or that's, have you guys discussed that's that? come up before. We don't know if that's her title or her actual name and she's just being a nanny. Much like if my name was Lawyer and I decided <laughs> to start practicing <laughs> law. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know because the babies don't ever ever leave this nursery. They no. they sleep in the cribs. They're Their different parents don't show species, up. which makes me feel like this is a daycare center of some kind. But they sleep they live there. Live there they though. live there. Yeah. Also, yeah, Scooter is sick and no one's like, call Scooter's parents. Yeah. Skeeter's not like, let's call my mom <laughs> for my brother. Although we know like grown-up Scooter yes. lives with his mother. Mm-hmm. And I guess they reconciled. <laughs> they had a fight when he, when he was you a baby. Like, she dumped them at the nursery. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Do you and Egon ever get into fights? <laughs> yes. What do you fight about? I mean, just the general, like, why aren't you sleeping right now kind of oh, stuff. okay, that yeah, makes okay. sense. It, they're, not... pretty, they're pretty one-sided. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. I imagine you don't have, like, a big, like... No, big, there, big there, row is that the right term? There isn't yeah. like a like a like a story behind any of it. There isn't like, well, let me tell you about 
the problem. No, like it's just the general, the basics. Mm-hmm. But well, Scooter, either it, something very drastic happened in Scooter's family, or uh, Scooter's mom isn't as good as you are. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Nanny tucks Scooter into that crib, which, as we know, uh, two cribs for eight babies. I feel like the crib got smaller because he's taking it up the whole like thing. It looks like a bed right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was just thinking about how much I hate Nanny again, <laughs> of which I do a lot. <laughs> do you think it's a, a different crib? Is there a third one that Nanny... Only uses on sick babies. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's a fucked up thing for a fucked up person to do. <laughs> My mom listens to the show. <laughs> uh, so you didn't have a big fight with your mom. No. Uh, I have a great relationship with my mom. <laughs> she would never dump you on some green sock wearing woman and just no, wander away forever. She would never. Yeah. And uh, I had my own crib. That's, that's, didn't have to share it with any any other baby. That's good. Yeah. And a uh, good relationship with my brother. And uh, we both uh, grew up to be what we wanted to be when we were babies. <laughs> Wait, for real? <laughs> sort of. Ah! Our adult life does reflect what our lives were when we were kids. Right. Yeah, because he's a lawyer and he was very bossy with me. Yeah. <laughs> And I was uh, very attention-seeking, and now I uh, seek attention in a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I'm not doing a podcast, I seek attention from Banana, my favorite dolphin (laughs) train. (laughs) I feel like dolphin trainer is like a reasonably common childhood career goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like probably what I thought I would like. Not that I specifically wanted to be a dolphin trainer, but like, yeah, along those lines. I feel like every, and this is a true thing, I feel like every little girl goes through a, I want to be a marine biologist Yes, phase. or a vet or like a horse trainer or yeah. something in that world. And like a lot of little boys, I feel like, go through like a, I want to be an archaeologist phase. Like I wanted paleontologist. to. I actually almost became an archaeologist. You did? Yeah. Tell me everything. Um, <laughs> No, I, this is not a bit at all. No, um, no, there are no bits on this yeah, show. Yeah. This is a factual <laughs> investigation. Documentary show. This is a very serious yeah. podcast. Continue. I, uh, yeah, my degree is in anthropology. I took a lot of archaeology classes. Uh, I was supposed to go to field school, which is like the part where you go like literally dig in the ground and like oh, they kind of, it's kind of like a little apprenticey. Like mm-hmm. you do the school part at school and then like in the summers you go to a place with an archaeological dig and they like show you how to not to mess it up mm-hmm. and then you like as a grad student you kind of do more of that and I yeah I graduated from college never really like took the time to do the like field school part and then I like went into the film industry and like never worked as an archaeologist and yeah <laughs> but I love archaeology to this day I love archaeology museums yeah. are fun <laughs> I still kind of wish I was an archaeologist mm-hmm. yeah I wish that for you too. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we can't all we can't all live our dreams. Unlike you, the dolphin. Trainer. I'm living a nightmare because Skeeter is still missing. <laughs> Skeeter is not living her dream. <laughs> no, well, what's, or, what's Skeeter's childhood? Gymnastics. Dreams? Oh well, gymnastics or sports? Yeah, sports. Uh, sports very reporting, good. possibly. Yeah, very. That, she's very active. She also that, likes uh, horses. There was an episode where she was on a horse. Roller skates at one time she yeah, mentioned. Yeah, roller skates. Although she could have found be doing what she loves if she is New Zealand. Yeah, which is uh, throwing fish. <laughs> yeah. So we're hope hopefully. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, the act of fish throwing probably not that different from gymnastics. <laughs> it's very it's a very refined skill. You I mean, gotta, uh, you gotta hold your landing because when the fish comes back, you gotta catch it again. Yeah, it all checks out. Should we see what happens next on the episode? Sure. Let's see. Uh, Scooter tells them not to worry because his body's natural defense, whatchamacallit, will help. <laughs> uh, Skeeter says, "I don't know, Scooter. If they're as clumsy as you." As you are, you can be in big trouble. Again, this goes back to my theory, my big theory. Couple uh, little nudges of what I think happened. Uh, the babies decide that if they go inside Scooter's body, they can help. Fozzie adds, 
we go inside Scooter and help him fight off his Germans. Uh, Skeeter corrects him. I laughed out loud at that. I know this isn't a comedy show at all. It's a pure documentary, but oh, that was great. That was, yeah. uh, that was good. Uh, Skeeter corrects him saying, it's germs, silly. Uh, Kermit grabs an anatomy book that's conveniently in a baby's nursery and tells Skeeter and Animal to stay with Scooter while they jump inside him. Skeeter says, okay, Kermit. Uh, Animal somersaults out of the nursery and into the bathroom and grabs a toy submarine. The babies decide they can use the submarine as transportation when they're inside Scooter's body. They enter through Scooter's belly button uh, using the opposite end of the microscope to imagine themselves small enough to enter Scooter's belly button. Science. (laughs) Science. Yeah, this checks out. Yeah. Not his mouth. No. (laughs) Not any orifice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I can understand not going through other orifices, but the I mouth. Mean, you know, the ear. Seems like a natural <laughs> entry. Yeah. Point. The nose. Yeah. <laughs> the eye socket. The eye socket. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, it becomes much like uh, an episode of another great documentary, The Magic School Bus. <laughs> this episode very much felt like a backdoor pilot for a different documentary called The Magic School yeah, Bus. Yeah, because I believe that's the first uh, episode of The Magic School Bus when they go inside Arnold's body because he's also sick and they want to help fight. <laughs> it's the same concept, except instead of a submarine, it's a, a school magic bus? school bus. A school bus that's magic. Yeah. Instead of the real science used in Muppet Babies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like uh, science and magic, where where do they connect? Are they the same thing? What's that quote about, about that? like yeah. magic is just science that so we don't understand yet or something? Whoa. I'm I'm butchering that, but think no, about you did it. great. <laughs> I believe anything you say. Say because because I'm an archaeologist. You're an archaeologist. <laughs> if uh, we were in the um, the classroom scene at Indiana Jones and I were blinking, you would see like "I love you" and it'd be directed at you. Yeah, much like uh, the thirsty students in Indiana Jones's class. Another great yeah. documentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Indiana Jones, uh, Germans. <laughs> Germans. Because <laughs> he fights Nazis. Yeah. And. <laughs> And Fozzie mentions mentions Germans. They need to fight off Scooter's Germans. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Does that say something about Fozzie? Is he anti-German? Is he like xenophobic in some way? Yeah, is he xenophobic? Towards Germans. Is he? I'm right. I mean, is it... Is is Fozzie a Jewish bear? (laughs) He is a comedian. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't hear that, Aline said he is a comedian. Then I started crying. Answer is this a time? Is this a time for a word from our sponsor? I guess. Uh, our sponsor is Puffs Facial Tissue Puffs for when you're crying because you wonder if Fozzie hates Germans because he's a Jewish comedian. Puffs. Um. Again, very, very specific to this moment that we are in right now. I just read the copy. Can I see the copy? Yes, you can. Okay, that is... Oh. Wow, yeah. Word for word. Yeah. (laughs) You're always asking to see the copy. Like, you don't trust me to read the copy. Can I tell you a secret? I just like to hold the copy. Oh. You just look so cool when you hold it, and I just want to be like you I mean, do you want to... Do you want to... No, 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 no. no. You're so good at it. I want to take that away from you. (laughs) I would never take anything away from you. You're my dear friend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm crying for joy for friendship right now. Uh, Sarah, you said that this part of it goes into your theory. I don't know if you yeah, want to. Yeah, so this is a good you time to bring that up. Talk yes, about my theory. Yes. Yeah. So if you guys noticed in the beginning, it's Skeeter who shoots Scooter with a water pistol. Yes, and that's when he gets sick, and then. Several times in this episode, actually, Skeeter doesn't seem like that concerned about his welfare and is even kind of insulting or tells him that, like, his body is not going to heal himself itself. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Which makes me wonder. I have two theories. One, she's some kind of patient zero, and the reason we never see her again is that, like, 
she was car like ET style carted away to some kind of lab for experimenting because she like harbored like this superbug that Scooter now has. Or she's a CIA plant who was put in there to make Scooter be sick so that they could magic school bus him and learn about like white blood cells and stuff. <laughs> magic school bus him. <laughs> that famous verb that we all know and the reality that we all subscribe to. <laughs> what else would you call it if someone no. goes in, if, if you shrink and go inside someone that's called magic school yeah, busing? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Or inner spacing, I guess. No, but, a, a magic school bus. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic voyaging. That's a thing, right? Yeah. They mentioned be... that. Do they? And well, Do it, they? <laughs> Picky and Kermit alluded to it oh, that's in a true. very subtle, subtle reference. Mm-hmm. Must have been really subtle. It was really subtle. <laughs> yeah. Piggy said, this, this is a great voyage. And Kermit said, fantastic even. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good call. <laughs> but yeah, my my two theories are, first of all, my theory in general that Skeeter is at the center of whatever's going on with Scooter right now. Yeah. Perhaps set up. Perhaps an unwitting transmitter of this disease. And that's why we've never seen her again. Maybe. Well, I mean, let's see. We have seen time and time again the sibling rivalry between Skeeter and Scooter. Um, could the rivalry have gone too far where now she's trying to um, infect him with a regular cold? A, a biohazard? <laughs> <laughs> Did she engage in germ, uh, germ warfare? warfare? Yeah. German, German warfare. warfare. <laughs> One or the other. Mm-hmm. Or both. Or both. <laughs> Interesting. I'm uh, writing this down. So maybe she, I mean, she gets, and if she gets scooter sick, but they all are concerned about him getting well, not her, if she is also sick. She doesn't seem to be like, she could be a typhoid Mary kind of person where she's not actually displaying any symptoms. She's just passing it on. Ooh. Yeah. She's a carrier. It's like uh, when I was a kid and my brother had strep throat and I had to get checked for strep throat and I didn't have symptoms yet, but. I had it. <laughs> I got to stay home from school, even though I didn't feel sick, and it was great. That's great. It was so great. <laughs> Guys, strep throat. Catch it early, because it's great. <laughs> strep throat Eileen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's my stage name. <laughs> uh, for my vaudeville act. <laughs> uh, maybe Skeeter, like, she's sort of catching on to this idea of, like, People can be infected with germs, and she does like germ or German warfare. Yeah, mm. maybe she like maybe later in life she continues this on, but she winds up inadvertently afflicting herself with oh. something intended for her Scooter or some other oh, rival. Oh, yeah. Well, I know there was this town in Oregon. I don't know if this is before or after this TV show, where there were a bunch of people. I want to say they were the followers of a guru. I want to say it was like Red Nishi or something like that. And they were in this town. And they're like, well, the town is small and there's a lot of us. We could take over the town government by infecting the local buffet with this is real. This is 100% real. Just like everything we ever Just say like on the show. everything we ever say on the show, this is 100% the truth. So these followers of this guru were like, we will infect the town buffet. We'll get everyone sick right before election day. And then we won't go eat there. So we'll be the people who don't get sick and we will make it to the polls and that way we'll get all our people like on the town council and stuff really happened 100 percent true uh i don't remember if it worked or not they did get caught like someone caught on to this here's what i love about that (laughs) (laughs) i love that it implies that everyone in the town goes to that buffet on the same day (laughs) i mean you know like i don't remember what exactly their plan like they may have gone on separate like the idea was that enough people would go eat at this buffet yeah. to, like, swing the local election. Oh, man. I mean, it's a small Oregon town. There's probably not a lot to do. There's probably not a lot of places to Gotta eat. Gotta go to that soup plantation. <laughs> it probably was no no liable intended, probably a soup plantation. Or a hometown buffet. Maybe it's just a uh, local. There's no the local, local buffets. buffets. There's only chain buffets, man, sir. Don't, don't try to. Is that a buffet? Golden yeah. Corral's a buffet. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like. 
must be a good buffet if everyone's going to it. Yeah. I want to yeah. go to this buffet. I do too. I'm going to take road a trip? lot of, let's take a road trip, but let's take a lot of vitamin C just to be safe. And yeah. orange juice, apparently. And orange juice, which will come into play later in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little dance when I said that. <laughs> I just feel like maybe Skeeter, like, knew about or even potentially was part of that Oregon town thing and is I don't know if she has a larger plan or if she's just a pawn in someone else's game if Mm -hmm. someone's put her up to this but she's I feel like germ warfare could be a play so we need to go to this Oregon town to go to the buffet buffet. and to look for Skeeter Mm -hmm. oh what are you going to eat at the buffet man sir everything (laughs) (laughs) what's your favorite thing to get at a buffet Um, I I like I like uh, just getting desserts. Yeah, you <laughs> hit a little bit of food. First. What? Mm-hmm. Not you first. The, just only. <laughs> Won't be only, but I'll just get like a little bit of real food, and then just all, all the desserts. Dessert. <laughs> I like a mac and cheese. Hey, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Yep. We've so been to buffets up. together before. We've been to soup plantations. Yeah. So I'm look. I looked oh. into it because I feel like I gave you guys pretty sketchy details. It they were Rajneeshi followers. It was in 1984, which is around the time that this here documentary series began mm-hmm. airing. Especially yes. since we, as a as a reality that we all subscribe to, we know that time travel is an element in this documentary series. Yes. Well, yeah. I feel like Skeeter could have been a plant in this world the whole time. Wow. Wow. Wow, I'm writing it, writing it Also, down. apparently they poisoned, they covered their bases. They co- They poisoned the buffets at 10 local restaurants. Whoa. Not just the one. So this, well, t- wait, this, this, town. Tiny, this tiny town has 10 buffets. <laughs> have you ever been to a small town? I have. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> still. Still, that's a lot ten, of buffets. Gotta sample all these buffets. Yeah. We gotta go there. I probably can't do more than one buffet a day. I could do two. <laughs> I've been to Vegas. I could do two buffets a day. <laughs> well, I'm saying if we're going together, oh, probably like a ten day trip. Yeah, oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Just a tour of all the all the buffets. Mm-hmm. We're going on a lot of trips together for this investigation. Yeah, uh, Florida, Florida specifically. What was it? Uh, Central Florida. There's a specific town Billy Merritt said to go to. It was somewhere in, Billy Merritt said somewhere in Central Florida. There's a lot of Muppet, a lot of Muppet. Uh, and a lot of activity. Oxycontin. A lot of Oxycontin. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to London. Is London. that where Nanny's from? Maybe. <laughs> all we know. We know very little about all her. All we know for sure. The only true fact that we have on this show is that Nanny is addicted to Oxycontin. Billy Merritt told us, he presented us with evidence, and we know it to be true. I feel like her accent is very similar to Rose from the Golden Girls. Oh, that would be St. Olaf, Minnesota. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to go there, too, now? Are you crying? (laughs) I'm weeping. (laughs) That That would explain... Why Fozzie cares about Central Time? <laughs> what is Minnesota oh, yeah. in Central Time? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if we go to Minnesota, we can go to the Mall of America. Oh. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Probably buffets there too. Yeah. And a theme park. <laughs> and we can see uh uh like Prince's house. Yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe maybe Bob Dylan's house. He's That'd from be there. Fun. <laughs> do you think there's like a Bob Dylan? This is very off the topic of the show, but do you think there's like a Bob Dylan birthplace in what is it, Hibbing, Minnesota? Something like that, Hemming, Hibbing. You think they're like into it? They're like, we're the home of Bob Dylan. They have to be. Right? What else yeah. do they have? Like, what else is going on in Hibbing, Minnesota? Right? That's it. I feel like. Or are they like that dirty beatnik? He doesn't represent us. <laughs> Minnesota seems pretty uh, pro Dylan, pro Dylan, and just yeah. pro pro art. I feel like I mean, like hometowns take a lot of pride if someone like famous. Oh yeah, from. like yeah. especially that level of famous. Yeah. my uh, suburb of Chicago, the original Meow Mix cat came from the Humane what? Society, and people are all about that. Is there a sign when you go drive into town? Home of the famous Meow Mix cat. If, if you drive by the Humane Society, there's like a little pool or something. 
I'm sorry, I'm crying because I miss my home. I no haven't one, been there in so long because of this investigation. <laughs> no one in my town is that is as famous as the Meow Mix Cat or Bob Dylan. No one in the world is <laughs> as famous. Oh, that's, yes. oh no, I'm lying. Uh, Kavanjane Wallace is from my hometown. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's why I have to know how to say her name. Um, is there anyone famous from your hometown? Not like born there, but live living there. Uh, Bob Seeger used to live. Oh, wow. Uh, he had a house like down the street from me like, before I lived there, but he lived in a house that was around the corner from where I grew up. Wow. And uh, Kid Rock <laughs> lived in Clarkston, Michigan, I believe, for a period of time. Well, there you go. We've all been uh, touched by fame. <laughs> Especially cat fame. Yeah. Especially. Meow mix. Uh, should we see what happens next on the episode? Yes, I believe this is the, the end of the episode. Oh, my goodness. Okay. How do we wrap up? Let me see. The motto of Hibbing, Minnesota is we're or and more. Or, or like they're a mining town, I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I want to hear about the rest of the episode. Sorry, I got distracted. Speaking of or and more, last on the episode, <laughs> inside the submarine, Fozzie sees tomatoes, but really they're red blood cell- cells. They go into Scooter's heart, which leads to the episode song, Get Well Soon. <laughs> Back in the nursery, Skeeter says, hang in there, Scooter. Kermit and the others won't let you down. Well, well, Admiral hands him a sippy cup for him to drink out of. It was just really sweet. <laughs> uh, back in the submarine, the babies launch vitamin C torpedoes at the germs. Gonzo gets lost along the way, and the babies have to rescue him. Back in the nursery, there's going to be a lot of back and forth quick m- m- things here. Uh, back in the nursery, Scooter says he feels horrible. Scooter says, poor Scooter, while dabbing him with a cool compress. We cut to Gonzo in Scooter's brain. He goes through a photo album of memories and finds a memory of when Gonzo took Scooter's bubble gum. He rips the photo of the memory so that Scooter will forget. And then a sheriff, sheriff Whitey Bloodcell and his deputies <laughs> appear, trying to arrest Gonzo because he, think, he thinks uh, that Gonzo's a germ. Gonzo explains that he's Scooter's friend, and they're trying to help. And then Sheriff Whitey Bloodcell <laughs> decides to help. Blue lives matter. <laughs> Sorry, I weeped. Uh, wept. Uh, they arrive on horseback just in time, and the white cell- blood cells battle the germs. And then back in the nursery, Scooter's moaning in pain. Back in his body, Kermit shoots the germs with orange juice. 